Hey, this is your lone podcaster, lone angler, coming back at you with Taco Monday. How is everyone doing? And welcome to the second episode of our podcast. Area 51. Yep, folks, today we are going to drive the internet meme even further into the ground. And we are going to talk about this raid that is supposedly going to happen on September the 20th. Mark your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to talk about this real quick. You know, this was once a friendly meme, but now it's blown up out of proportion. And by out of proportion, I mean there's going to be an estimate of 1.7 million people are going to join this raid on September the 20th. What's going on? (laughs) Okay, what is going on here? 1.7 million. That is numbers for armed forces, in which, of course, the only thing our little raiders is armed with is hentai and bad breath, and they think that that's enough for them to storm into a government heavily guarded facility that has been kept secret for years okay they think that they could just mosey on through the gate and then walk right into area 51 okay i don't want to burst your bubble ladies and gentlemen i don't want to burst it but i'm going to be real with you as soon as you step one pinky toe across the fence they're going to call it treason and they are going to justify it and they are going to mow you down with 50 caliber mounted machine guns they are going to turn you into san diego comic con swiss cheese and you know you may be typo that person may be type a this person may be type b but after they mow you all down it doesn't matter all the blood's gonna mix up it's gonna be one new blood type baby Okay, it's going to be disgustingly ugly. Okay, don't do this. Okay, sure, I guarantee that our government has some shady crap and shady secrets in that building. But as soon as you step in there, they are either going to kill you or they already moved location. And it's just going to be an empty warehouse. Okay, there's no point in this raid. Okay, there's no point in it. Either they kill you, or they let you in, and all you're going to see is an empty warehouse. And they might scatter a few things just to entertain the folks, like maybe a failed prototype weapon from the 1960s, or maybe a used car engine that looks real sci-fi. They're going to leave a couple of things like that. But all the secrets are going to be moved out. Spock, Elvis, and the Sasquatch is already moved location. Okay? Let's be real here, ladies and gentlemen. Let us be real here. And if for some reason you don't think our own government would shoot down a bunch of people to protect America's possibly number one secret, if you don't think our government would do that, think again. Think again, okay? You know, if they could find a way to justify it, if they could do it in a way that still makes them look good and doesn't make them look like the bad guy, they would do it, okay? They would do it. And if for some reason you still don't believe our government would do that, Maybe I should read off this NBC News article 
And maybe from the article alone, you might change your mind. And by the way, they have a real sweet headline. Let's read off the headline, folks. As Area 51 raid becomes a joke online, the U.S. Air Force issues a real warning. See how sweet that headline sounds, folks? Do you see that? The U.S. Air Force warned Friday against visiting the secretive base, saying that any attempt to illegally access the area is highly discouraged. Hmm. Okay. Okay. What do they mean by highly discouraged? What do they mean by that? Let's read between the lines on this. Okay. Okay. Highly discouraged. Hmm. Oh, oh, I know. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like they're saying that they got napalm. Lots and lots of napalm. That sounds like that as soon as you illegally access the area, they're going to fry your hind end. Okay? They're going to fry all of your hind ends. Okay? That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like to me. Did you kind of get that too? Did you kind of get that too? What they mean by highly discouraged? <laughs> oh, oh, this is going to be a good one. Let's read on, folks. They want to believe the viral phenomenon of a Facebook event calling for people to storm the Nevada military base, colloquially known as Area 51, has continued to gain momentum in the past week, becoming a running joke online, but also a cause of concern for authorities. The event, a tongue-in-cheek attempt to find aliens hidden by the government, has taken on a life of its own in the internet zeitgeist, receiving nods from celebrities and brands while also turning into its own meme on the short-form video app TikTok. Celebrity chef Guy Fieri jokingly offered to cater the event with radioactive ribs, Bud Light created an Area 51-themed beer can, and, of course, Moon Pie naturally got in on the fun. Rapper Little Nas X even released a special Area 51-themed video for his smash hit, Old Town Road. Dang, I, I'm shocked. I didn't know it was Old Town Road. I thought it was his other, his other hits. I'm shocked. Aren't you folks? I had no idea it was Old Town Road. Those other songs, didn't you? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. You know what? Actually, okay, I might cut this out because I might watch the music video real quick. Okay, I might cut this out. I'll be right back in one millisecond. You won't even miss me. Okay, I'm back. I just had to watch that Area 51 themed version of Old Town Road. And I have to tell you, people, I'm not being sarcastic. But I forgot how good that song is. And I'm serious. <laughs> oh man, that song's good. Okay? And the Area 51 version of it, it's freaking hilarious. Watch it. Okay? Trust me. Watch it. I'm not even kidding. In the music video, you have a cartoon version of Keanu Reeves running like that uh, Japanese anime Naruto, Running towards Area 51. It's freaking hilarious. Oh man. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. That was good. I loved it. All right, we shall continue with this article real quick. 
Meanwhile, the events guest list continues to grow with more than 1.6 million. It's actually now 1.7 million, but I'm not going to correct them. 1.6 million Facebook users marking themselves as going, while the general expectation is that most people are embracing the event as satire. The sheer number of people who have joined the event have led to legitimate concern about even a thousand people flooding the area around the military base. Hmm, interesting. The deluge of attention on the event spurred its creator, Matty Roberts, to come forward to speak with KLAS-TV, a CBS affiliate in Las Vegas. Roberts told the affiliate that he was worried that the authorities may show up at his house. Gee, <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, see, let, we already read that part. Let's go down to here. Residents of Rachel, Nevada, a small town close to the base, have told local news outlets that they are preparing for an influx of visitors. The date of the Facebook event, September 20th, leaves time for interest and enthusiasm for the topic to wane. Okay. But the event has become more mainstream, reinvigorating questions about just what goes on at the military base. On Fox Business, host Trish Reagan spoke with Robert Scales, a retired Major General with the U.S. Army who assured the public that the base is just a testing range. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's just a testing range. You know, it's just a testing range that they love so much that they've kept secret for many years and kept heavily guarded and protected for many years. It's just a firing range, ladies and gentlemen. No, I mean, that's where they like to shoot their M16s. That's where they like to drop bombs. That's where they like to shoot their tank cannons, you know? Of course, it's just a testing range. It's just a firing range, you know? Oi, <sighs> okay. I'm gonna call the general's BS. I ain't going to... Uh... I ain't going to make conspiracy theories. But this is BS, okay? Okay, they kept this secret for so many years. If it was a testing range... It would be... Disclosed, okay? But this place has been kept... Mouth shut for years. Okay? This place has been kept mouth shut for years. And finally, we know the location. Okay, if this was just a beer testing range, they would be disclosed about it. Like, oh, down here, we have a testing range, and uh, we call it Area 51. It's right here. No, no, they didn't do that. They kept this place secret for years. This ain't a testing range. Okay, I'm not spouting off conspiracy theories, but this ain't a testing range. Okay? Okay, and finishing up the article with going further on with what he said to Biz Fox Business. He chalked up the recent hysteria to a certain unique national obsession with extraterrestrials. Quoting him, this is only in America. And the article is over. Okay, I'm going to be real and I'm not even going to edit this. I'm not going to edit this out. Two things. One, okay? This raid is the stupidest thing 
people could ever do because it's going to be a bloodbath. That's my opinion. Either it's going to be a bloodbath or they already moved location they'll let you in. And all you're going to find is dust and used parts, basically. Used, broken down parts and failed experiments. Like experimental weapons from the 1950s or some freaking thing like that. Okay? First part, it's either going to be a bloodbath or you're going to find zilch. Okay? Second part, this general, I'm not trying to call you a liar, general, but you're kind of, uh... If this is a testing range, why has it been kept secret for so many years and kept undisclosed for so many years? This ain't a testing range. This ain't a testing range. That's my opinion. I'm not spouting off conspiracy theories, but that's my opinion. If this was just a testing range, they wouldn't keep they wouldn't keep this place undisclosed and kept secret and also heavily guarded, okay? You know, if this was just a test range, <laughs> okay all right holy crap oh this segment this segment this two-part segment is now 15 minutes long or at least 14 minutes long oh, i've been ranting about this stupid thing for so long so sorry folks um the next thing we are going to talk about in our thing is we're going to talk a little bit about this new cats movie and also it too and which i should have told you folks the starting of the podcast. I should have told you what we was doing today. So sorry. But basically it's going to be in the introduction of what this episode's about. So you'll see it in Spotify or Anchor. You'll, you'll see what we're talking about. So it doesn't even matter. But basically next we are going to be talking about the Cats movie and it. Oh, saw the Cats movie and holy crap. It kind of looks scarier than it too. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, and we're going to take a break and meet us back at the second segment, and cue the music. Alright, welcome back. How is everyone doing? Now, what we are going to do right now is we are going to talk about the Cats trailer that just came out recently and my reaction to the trailer that I've just seen. Yes, uh, Cats, Cats, hmm. Now, for those who do not know what Cats is, Cats, this movie, is based off of an old 1981 play that was composed by Andrew Lloyd Webber and also based off of a book called Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot. And it's a real popular play. Like, I'd be kind of surprised if you didn't know what this was. But yeah, it's real popular and highly famed. You know what I mean? But yeah, I've never read the book and I've never seen the plays but I am actually aware of Andrew Lloyd Webber's work, and I've actually seen, <laughs> actually seen Andrew Lloyd Webber's work. And the reason why I am aware of his work, when I was a kid, my sisters, which I'm like the only boy in the household and I only have sisters, my sisters got this Phantom of the Opera play on disc. 
and they wanted to watch it and they wanted to watch it on TV and we only had one TV in the house and they wanted to watch it and they wanted me to watch it and I was like heck no man come on come on that's that's freaking sissified but yeah they kind of forced me they forced me on the couch and forced my eyes open throughout the entire thing it would not let me look away <laughs> but I'm not mad at them for it after I watched that play I realized this is actually pretty interesting this is actually pretty good <laughs> but yeah like the music's great in Phantom of the Opera and the story the acting you know, it, it gave me an appreciation for play and theater, and I'm kind of glad that they forced me to watch it, you know? And I definitely recommend, if you want to broaden your horizon, broaden your taste, I recommend you should at least see or watch one play. I recommend it. But yeah, we are now going to talk about the trailer and my reaction to it. Let's see, where should I stay? Start. Mm. Now this uh, film, it looks kind of interesting, and one thing that I definitely like is their cast. And I'm going to read off some of the names in the cast. We actually have Taylor Swift in this movie. We have James Corden, Jennifer Hudson, great voice by the way. It's great. Okay. We have Ian McKellen. We have Idris Elba, Judy Dench, Rebel Wilson. Jason Durillo, I think I butchered his last name, do apologize. And we have, I believe this is the main cat. If I am mistaken, I do apologize. This lady is Francesca Hayward. Beautiful name. I gotta be real, beautiful name. But yeah, I believe she is kind of the main cat in this movie, basically. But yeah. What's my thoughts on this movie? What is my thoughts? Well, mm, one thing about this movie is, <laughs> oh, I have a question for you folks. When some of you guys seen the trailer, did the trailer kind of make you uh, uncomfortable? <laughs> Yeah, it kind of makes me uncomfortable. Like, what is this? Is this CGI? Is it practical effects? Are they wearing makeup? Are they wearing a cat suit? What, what is this? It weirds me out. It looks like that they're wearing a suit and their faces is pasted on it. And the reason why it makes me uncomfortable is it's like humanoid cats and they're all naked. You get what I mean? It, it, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it makes me very uncomfortable and creeps me out. Okay? I don't know. It's like, uh, I don't know. If this is CGI, this is definitely not the best CGI I've ever seen. And if this is practical effects, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Like, hmm, I don't know. Ugh. Which, they say that, oh, I found some on Screen Rant, which I ain't gonna watch the video, but it basically says on the headline, Cats Movie Cast Guide, what the actors look like as CGI felines. 
So, apparently it's CGI. Or at least mostly. But I don't know. I don't know. It kind of weirds me out. And one thing that somebody pointed out to me is some of the characters are wearing fur coats. And they had to make it dark and they basically asked me, you know, what if those fur coats is actually dead cats that they're wearing on their backs? And I'm like, what? <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Like, you get what I mean? Like, ooh. You know what I mean? Like, I watched the Cats trailer and then I watched it after that. And going between those, I can't make up my mind what's creepier. It too or cats? I can't make up my mind. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. Ugh. Mmm. I don't know. But we're going to try to talk a little bit about the It Too movie. And we're going to try to fit this in the segment right here. We're going to try to fit it in here as well. And we're going to talk about it a little bit. But yeah. Um, real quick, I don't want to watch the movie, but if you would like me to watch the movie, here's a way you can contact me. Facebook. We have a new Facebook page. It's called Taco Monday Podcasts, alright? And it's all caps on taco, no caps on Monday, one cap on podcast. And you can find us, you can message us, you can like our page, and show us some love on our page, okay? We're going to pause for a second, and then we'll be right back, and we're going to talk about It 2 and what my opinion is on It 2. We'll be right back. We are back. Thank you for staying tuned. Now, what we're going to talk about is something that I am just stoked about. Alright, It Chapter 2, baby. It Chapter 2. I am, ooh, I'm excited. Alright, this is, this is going to be the movie where we see the Losers Club all grown up. And this is going to be the movie where not only Pennywise comes back, but it's going to be a final showdown. Alright? It's gonna be a final showdown. Ugh, I am excited. Um, I'm gonna talk about, like, my reaction towards the final IT trailer, if I'm not mistaken. And what we're gonna do after that is we're gonna talk a little bit about something I found this article right here, which sounds, looks really good, looks really interesting. We're going to talk about that real quick, but we're going to talk about the trailer and my personal reaction to it. Uh, where to start? Where to start? I'll tell you this. One definite reaction, like positive reaction I have for the trailer, it's scary. <laughs> it's scary. That's one positive thing. If I can think of another positive thing, ah, okay, the casting's just great, okay? Like, all these people that is playing the adult versions of the Losers Club kids, like you have uh, Jessica Chastain playing Beverly, you have James McAvey playing Bill, you have Bill Hatter playing Richie, you have James 
Ransone playing Eddie. You have Jay Ryan playing Ben. You have Andy Beam playing Stanley. You have Isaiah Mustafa. I hope. Ugh. <laughs> I hope I didn't butcher your last name, Isaiah. Do apologize. You have him playing Mike. <clears throat> but yeah, I really great casting. Like, this is like one of the very few castings that is actually pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, Hollywood did a pretty good job on this one. Pretty impressed. But yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Other things. Well, okay. If you ever watched the original 1990s It and like its sequel, if you watched it, this one looks pretty respectable to that material, and of course, looks respectable to the book material, which, of course, I've never read the book. <laughs> I probably, I probably wouldn't, because I've heard that, like, Stephen King's books are, like, freaking effed up. Like, not even HBO, not even freaking HBO would go completely using the material. You know what I mean? They wouldn't completely use the original material. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I heard that his books are like effed up. You get what I'm saying? But hey. He's a great writer. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but yeah. Oh. It looks really respectable to the material. I think. But there's this interesting that thing that I found this article. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But I'm going to talk about more positive things I have towards the trailer. Uh, I'll tell you, Bill Skarsgård's just good. He is good. Okay. And he's like, freaking, uh, how old is he? He's like 28. But he's like, he's like probably the best young actor I've ever seen. And I'm going to be honest. You know what I mean? He's good. <laughs> he's good. Yeah, I'm excited. I am excited. But yeah. Um I'm excited. This is going to be a scary movie. It's going to be a good movie. And I'll tell you this. Andy Muschietti is brilliant. The director of both the It movies. He is brilliant. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? For somebody that doesn't have too many movies to his name. You know what I mean? He's good. He's good. I'm going to be real. You know what I mean? I should at least say hit movies to his name. He's good. Okay? Andy Muschietti. I'm 90% sure I pronounced his name right. <laughs> but yes. Sir... You are great. You are great. But what I'm going to talk about is this article now. But yeah, I'm going to kill it quick. The trailer, just really 100% positive review towards the trailer. I'm just happy to... I'm happy, I'm stoked, I'm excited, I'm scared, I'm frightened. I'm probably going to have to bring myself a change of underwear when I go to the theaters. <laughs> but, oh, I'm just excited for the movie. 
Oh, it's going to be scary as heck, but just so great too. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah, just 100% positive. I can't wait to see the movie when it comes out. I'm excited. But one article that I found, which is very interesting. I'm going to read it off real quick to you. And I'm going to put in a put in a few cents on what I think about the article and what my opinion is on it. So we're going to read this one real quick. Now, this article is from movieweb.com. So this is the headline of the article I'm going to read real quick. Going to clear my throat for this one. been like rambling on about how good this movie's gonna be like a little bit too long and my throat's dry clear my throat real quick huh okay it chapter two takes surprising detours from stephen king book says director hmm that's interesting okay okay mama director andy muschietti two-part adaption of stephen king's magnum Opus it Magnum Opus Opus Frigate Frigate <laughs> uh, Magnum Opus It starring Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise the dancing clown reaches its end this September and today we have word that Muschietti himself that while the sequel honors the spirit of King's novel, It Chapter 2 features some intentionally surprising detours and departures. Hmm. Ah, I don't know. Hmm, that sounds interesting. Like, is this going to be good departures from the original material, or is it going to be bad departures? Like you gotta, you gotta be a little bit of a pessimist. Uh, pessimist. What, what the frick is that? Pe- you gotta be a little pessimistic when you're hearing about stuff like this in movies. When you hear something like this, you got to be a little bit pessimistic. You get what I'm saying? But uh, I'm still 100% positive for this movie that it's gonna be good. But, mm, the departures, well, I'll tell you this, people that's read the books and stuff, at least they'll be surprised, you know what I mean? And, you know, of course, people that watch the originals, they're going to be surprised too. So, I'm definitely going to be surprised. Yeah, uh, is it going to be good surprises or bad ones? That's something I can't answer. And I'm curious... Well, actually, it did say up here that Muschietti isn't planning on doing a third one, where he just said that it's going to be, like, two-parter, right? So, that's that's an obvious, that there's not going to be a third one. That'd be cool, though, if they, like, figured out a way. Which, of course, you can't do that, because it would cheapen the material. You get what I'm saying? But, man... Mmm, let's see, let's see here. Okay, my thoughts. Yeah, basically, is it going to be a good surprise 
and good detours from the original material, or could it be bad ones? You know what I mean? Like Hollywood, Hollywood throughout the years has always taken them detours from the original material and end up effing up the entire thing. You got what I'm saying? Doesn't matter what movie it is. Doesn't matter what it's based off of. Every time Hollywood takes that detour, they either make it better or they screw it up completely. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm, I'm just positive. And also positive that no matter how many times I say his name, it is difficult to pronounce his last name, the director, Andy Muschietti, which of course now I can say it, but (laughs) you should have heard me. You should have heard me in the outtakes. Well, I guess you could call it outtakes. Let's say I had to re-record several times. Okay, let me just tell you this. <laughs> this segment was a lot more difficult than you think, folks. But, yeah. Shoot, we are at 11 minutes. So, I think... It's time for me to close up the laptop. And I believe this is now the end of episode 2 or technically including the pilot it's episode 3 episode 3 of our podcast I believe is done but before you go folks there's a couple of things I have to say real quick I might take a minute talking about our plans with the podcast what's going on and how we can improve and just stuff like that you know what I mean stuff about me stuff about the podcast just questions like to the to my listeners how have you enjoyed the podcast so far and how can I improve myself and by the way if you want to get in contact with me we have a Facebook page okay taco Monday podcasts all right all caps on taco one cap on Monday zero or actually zero caps on Monday. Yeah, okay, let me say again. <laughs> Alright, I ain't gonna edit this out. I've been editing too much today. Trying to say Muschietti a thousand times, which now I can say it, but holy crap, his last name is hard to pronounce. Okay? <laughs> his name is hard to pronounce. At least for me. But yeah, okay? We have a Facebook page, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Taco Monday Podcast. Alright, all caps on taco, zero caps on Monday, one cap on podcasts. Okay, look us up on Facebook, like us, share our page if you want to. And you can listen to our podcast from Facebook if you want to. So it's convenient, it's convenient, okay? And also I post a couple of things like... A little bit of behind the scenes, not exactly full on behind the scenes, but just like me being me, just uh, posting a few pictures, you know, sharing some stuff, and of course, you know, we might even do some specials on the Facebook page if you would like that. You know, mean some specials, maybe some like uh, I don't know outtakes or something, 
what do you people want okay if you want something contact me you can message us on our Facebook page all right simple as that folks simple as that but yeah I am just excited now yes trying to think okay plans on our podcast well let me see well like a couple of days ago we actually got or actually it was two days ago actually got a mic in and it seemed like a pretty good mic but that mic was like freaking broke and I had to send it back to Amazon and now I have to wait a couple of days to get my mic back or a replacement of course but yeah it's gonna be a little bit until I improve with the sound and also I am setting myself up a more permanent studio like like what I said on the last episode I'm basically sitting on the couch and talking like as we speak I'm sitting on the couch you know what I mean my phone my laptop my gaming headset that I'm using for the podcast which yeah that sounds so professional doesn't it <laughs> no no it's freaking not you know what I mean I hate all this static and popping sounds that I get from this headset and I'm sure you don't like it either but we're improving we're improving you know what I mean we're improving I'm working on a more permanent studio we're getting some professional equipment in as long as this freaking mic that I just ordered doesn't freaking fall apart which I'm not blaming Amazon I'm just blaming the people that made the mic okay Amazon's great okay not sponsored but uh Amazon by the way if you want to if you want to sponsor me that's totally cool I love money (laughs) (laughs) I am acting stupid tonight but yeah okay yeah all right the podcast is gonna improve at least by the fourth or fifth episode as long as nothing goes wrong and I actually set up a good studio it's gonna be pro okay I am going to give Joe Rogan a run for his money after we get all of our good equipment in okay gonna give him a run for his freaking money all right yeah but yes all right i'm gonna tell you people where you can listen to me all right you're probably listening to me on spotify you're probably listening to me on anchor you're probably listening to me on pocket cast google podcast radio public breaker but yeah yeah ah shoot folks Yeah, you can listen to me on those. I'm practically everywhere now. It's great. It is freaking great. Alright? Remember, folks, you can find me on Spotify, Anchor. Let's scroll up. Shoot. Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Breaker. Uh, And, of course, Facebook. Which, of course, is just a link to Spotify. (laughs) It's just a link to Spotify. But yeah, you can conveniently find our podcast on Facebook. All right. Okay. It has been a pretty good episode, I do believe. And I hope you do enjoy. And you all have a blessed day. 
and a good night or good morning, depending on when I post this podcast. All right. It is a wrap. All right. And cue the music and goodbye.